passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go with the podcast. It is great to have you with us on this warm Wednesday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, when I went downstairs to get Mr. Mark Roberge of OAR, you know, I, I met him down in the lobby yeah. to bring him up. And I have to show the lobby my ID that this fella here is with me and they let him up. Right. There's a lot of people down there checking in, but they were all checking into Google. Oh, yeah, yeah. Google has uh, Google's in our building. They have their own check in, which is and great. People are now here. Right. So it means they don't have to load up our line of check in, which mm-hmm. was nice because a lot of people in the lobby and. I was able to check in right away. But it got me thinking, like, what do people at Google do exactly? Don't know. Like, I don't know what people in most companies I, do. Right. Like, I've worked in radio m- most of my life. I yeah. had a couple of uh, of other jobs. Yeah. But, like, I worked in a pharmacy where I knew when I come in, I ha- I'm responsible for the patients on, on this floor of the hospital. Right. I get all their medications lined up. I ch- get them checked with the pharmacist. I make my deliveries. I go home. I knew what I had every day. Yes. Then when I worked at corporate, at CBS radio, corporate offices, I had, like, I would get to work. I'd be like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I had no <laughs> job. You had no role. I had no role. And what did you do? Just Google stuff all day? I don't know. And then it'd be like, I'd be there for seven hours. Then the, <laughs> the boss would come in and be like, we got to get this stuff done. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I was about to wrap it up. So I don't know. Where were you at 9 a.m., jackass? Like office jobs. I don't know what people do. It's a lot of wasted time. It but really like, is. If you're a Google employee, yeah. 
You come in this morning. Someone's got to say, just Google it. Right. And do what? I don't know. What are they doing? I have no idea. I, I would assume know. at this point, when you Google something, yeah. that a computer's just looking for those right. keywords. Well, I guess that's it. They're rewriting programs. There's uh, Google, obviously. They have Google Fi. You've got Gmail. You've got regular Google. You've got um, YouTube they own. I mean, all these different platforms yeah. are under the Google umbrella. So someone's got to be working on something because right. it works seamlessly. But what? I don't know. I don't know. I But I say to you all the time, when you can look across the building and see this monster, not that it's 100 stories, but this 30-story building next to us, and all you see is floor after floor after floor of humans walking around or sitting yeah. at desks, doing what? Yes. And when we were all working from home, nothing seemed to change. I agree. I, yes, I know. Right? That is very true. Everything stayed the same. It's Everything very, still worked. It's very weird. I've always thought, too. So, as you know, running the Cornhole League, whether you call it a business, a fundraiser, whatever, the mugs, the calendars, things like that, takes a lot of work. And I would sit there and say, I probably at this point should hire my dad to take care of the finances and the books and stuff like that. But I'm like, I don't even to pay him. Right. <laughs> like, I can't. It does, Your dad will sue you. Well, if I'm giving away most of the money for the calendars, I'm not going to ask him just out of the kindness of his heart to come keep it organized. So in the cornhole, I think, I actually think we'll start making some money this fall, which is nice after three years of really not making a whole lot. I guess I could hire him to help me with the scheduling. and But then I come back to how much am I paying him? Right. 20 bucks an hour? Well, if he works 10 hours a week, I owe him 200 bucks a week? Uh, no, no, I can't do that. Right. Like, but these companies figure out ways to just hand money out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how and it benefits. works. And benefits. I don't know how it works. Yeah, it's bizarre. And I always wonder, like, what's the line for me? How much has to come in to justify it's taking me too much of my own time to do it? So, for instance, this where is this past weekend? So this past weekend, usually I take early Saturday morning and Sunday morning to get all the cornhole work done. And that sounds funny, but I've got 40 teams and a lot of scheduling that has to happen. I have to keep track of who's made their payments, who owes what, um, scheduling conflicts. It takes time. This weekend, because my son was guest playing for this Manalapan team, we were up and out early both days, and I didn't have the time. And it took me like four hours on a Sunday afternoon when we got back. Like, that's well, this is a job now. Yes. But I can't that's afford to job. pay anybody. So what's the line of time and money to where you say, all right, I got to pay someone now $18 an hour to really come in and I got to divvy out some of this work? Now, you said something that I hear on Shark Tank a lot yeah. that I don't understand. Okay. You said, we hope to make more. Mo- we hope to make money this year. Yes. So what's different this year versus the other years? You're still taking in players that are paying money. So why, what's the expenses? So with the, so the initial expenses for the cornhole league. Now, again, this is three years ago and keep in mind, we didn't have the first season we started. We only had 16 teams. So 16 teams, you're not bringing in a ton. All right. You're paying out prize money. You're paying out the gym fees. I also had the initial fee of the insurance, which for whatever reason was a lot more for year one than it was years two, three, and four. It's come down significantly. I don't know why that is. I know they shopped it around. Maybe they just got a better rate. I don't know. That rate has come down. I had to buy 
I wound up buying to start eight sets of boards at about $250 a pop. So that took, so right from the start, and we had to still hand out the prize money for two leagues with 16 teams. So we were losing money immediately because of startup costs. Then for you know year two, we realized the boards weren't any good. We had to buy new bags because, again, I didn't know what I was doing. The bags were bad, so and that was another thing we had to spend money on, which were $100 a set. So we had to buy 16 sets of bags. $100 a set for were two bags? Yeah, they were $100. Wow. I spent 80 bucks a set. They were terrible. Now we had to buy new bags, which we did, but we had more teams, so I had to buy 20 sets of bags to make sure people had bags. And we had to buy new boards. So the first eight sets I bought were crap. I gave away some. I took some home, what it was. Then I bought 10 new sets of boards that were 300 bucks each. So if you think about all the money we kept laying out and then paying out, it, money was still coming out of my pocket to get it started. We're finally to the point now also to set up the business. When you set up the LLC, cost money. When you register with the state, cost money. When you register a website domain, money. When you set up the website, money. So the initial, it probably cost, I don't know the exact number. I would say we probably spent with trial and error, and there was a lot of error, eight grand to really get it started. So now in year three, all of those, aside from paying insurance, and you got to pay your accountant every year to do, because I can't do it, but it's too much. Um, aside from all that other stuff is good. We're good with the boards, good with the bags. None of that, we don't have to pay any of that out anymore. And now we're working with 40 teams. We've increased the prize money, but now our take is starting to get to where it should be. And that should be pretty good in the fall. Yeah, because that's weird. Like when I watch Shark Tank and they'll be like, um, uh, how long have you been doing the business? Three years. Are you, how much are you? Well, we're losing 30000 a year, 40000 And th- these people have quit their jobs. So like, what yeah. were you, what, how are you surviving personally for those three years when someone's like you're starting up a company and you're you got to put in all this money to uh for startup costs and then not take a salary for a couple years but i think that's why 80 percent of businesses don't make it because if you start with your own money and you have startup costs like that and you don't hit it immediately where's the rest of it coming from as opposed to getting people to invest in you you can quit your job. You can lose money because I'm sure you put your salary into the startup costs that they're investing in. So you, it gives you a couple of years to kind of get going. In my case, I wasn't talking about $100,000 or right. a million, seven or $8,000 to really get going. And the way it was too, it was a few thousand here, a thousand there, another thousand here because, again, trial and error. We started with what we thought was good. They were crap. All right, now we got to reinvest in new board. You know, so – but. We've made a little bit. It's not like we're operating in the red, but it's not what I thought it would be. It can be, and I think it will be soon. Because I see also sometimes on Shark that they get mad at people for taking a salary. Well, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I don't either. That's what be- I'm saying. Because they're the same people. If you watch that show often, they're like, you know what? I can't invest in someone who's not all in. Right. Okay, well, then to be all in, I need to still put food on the table and pay rent. So I need a salary. So that's not good either. Well, what do you want from me? Right. They want you to have saved up like five years worth of salary to then be able to do your business. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's confusing. It's very confusing. I've got uh, two uh, uh, items here, Jerry. One, Tom Cruise. He uh, put out a thing on social media uh, thanking people for coming back out to the theaters. Sure. You know, Top Gun is like huge. Yes. 
Do you have interest in going back to the theater? I don't. Me neither. None. Absolutely none. Same here. I have interest in renting a movie at home. Correct. And part of that is, I don't know the experience of the theater. I get it. But we all have such beautiful homes and giant screen TVs. Yeah. And wh- nice sound I, system. I'm good. I yeah, don't. I'm good too. If I'm going to go out with my wife at this point, I'm not wait. I hate to say it this way. I'm not wasting a night at the movies. Yeah. I want to go to a cool bar or restaurant by the water. I want to do something else. That's not interesting to me anymore. Well, like even when Boomer saw it, he when he came in the next day, he goes, "You got to go see it, and you got to see it in the theater on the big screen." Yeah, that'd the... be good. Yeah, I'm fine too. I, I've noticed like I'm good watching things on my iPad now. Even are you really? Yeah, the iPad's fine. I can't. The kids watch so much on their phone. Yeah, that, that I watch. cannot do. I, agree. I, I no, thank you. I'll watch baseball highlights on my phone. Okay. Anything longer than those three-minute highlight packages? Yeah, I'm not. I can't. I'll go iPad, but no, no phone. The iPad, but well, the iPad's okay because it's a decent size screen. Yeah, it's a beautiful photo. Although with everything being touchscreen, yeah, it's all sh- sh- smudge on there. That's true too. You're right. Which I don't like. You're right. I can't tell you how many times though I go to watch the baseball highlights on my iPad, and you know a home run ball that's hitting the sky. Yeah. And the crowd is in the background. I've got dust. I got smudges. I'm like, which one's the ball? Which one's the <laughs> dust thing on my screen? That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I get stuck. You know what I love doing? And this is because maybe because it's my last year being a head coach and yeah. I'm nostalgic. All my photos and videos I can now look at on my TV. Yeah. Like everybody can. But there are some days now, and I have a YouTube channel. For just I don't really publicize it, but it's where I put all my kids' video, baseball videos and stuff. Some days I get lost and just I go to the YouTube channel on the TV and I just watch all the videos. It's just it's really a cool way to keep everything. Yes. It's so simple too. Very simple. So yeah. And you see it on your big screen. It right? is, it's neat. And that's when you realize how good the quality of these cameras on the phones now is because it's one thing to look at it on your phone. When you put it on the big screen and it's, it's crystal, crystal clear. Crystal clear. You're like, damn. Yeah. Damn. I know. Here's a headline for you, Jerry. Urologist explains why you should teach your boys to pee sitting down. Oh, come on. What now? You ever pee sitting down? No. My friend Paul used to pee, or still still does, uh, who I used to do the podcast with. He, yeah. Now, he had actually a good theory for why he peed sitting down. He said uh, he got used to doing it at night because he didn't want to miss the bowl. So he sits down and pees, and you're not. I guess he goes to the bathroom in the dark at night. Yeah. I put the light on. Oh, I don't know. That throws my whole my whole Meh. cicada rhythms off. Dude, they're thrown off already, my friend. <laughs> you got a dog that wakes you up at uh, 1030 for a walk and then wants to walk again at 130. You're, you don't have a cicada rhythm. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Now, here's what they're saying, Jerry. That uh, sitting and squatting to urinate uh, helps your pelvic and hip muscles relax, making urination easier. This is what a... Clinical doctor at the UCLA. How much easier can it be? A lot of guys, this is a quote from the doctor, a lot of guys sit to pee if they can't fully evacuate their bladder. Okay. When you sit down, you can use your abdominal muscles more and you get your last few squirts out and feel like you've emptied better. Guess we'll be hearing this at 10 (laughs) o'clock tomorrow morning. Happy July 4th weekend, everybody. Uh, Yeah. I don't oh, that's have right. You're off after tomorrow, you prick. That's right. Oh man, so you're leaving me and Sal here on Friday without you and Eddie. Yeah, that's right. 
No, you're so happy to say that. Oh, I'm so excited, Jerry. I know you are. All so right. excited. Whatever. Uh, let's see. However, Dr. Mills added, the research doesn't mean everyone needs to take a seat when they pee. He explained that as long as you feel your bladder has emptied, then you're fine to urinate standing up. If you're struggling to get the empty feeling, then you should uh, seek medical attention, he says. Would you believe last night, yeah. so we had practiced from 5.30 to 7. It, was beaut- it wasn't that hot, but I forgot water. So I got home. I drank 32 ounces of water when I got home because it's the size cup that I have. You have a 32-ounce cup? Yeah. How big is that? Give me, Show me with your hands. It's like... Wow. Yeah. You drank it all in one slurp? You ever get the um, the Met Cups when you go to a game? Oh, yeah. The That's big souvenir 32. cups? It's 32 ounces. And if it's not, it's 28 ounces. So you I think sucked it's it right down, 32? I mean, right. And this was at 7, 10 after 7 or so. So I took a shower because we had practice. I come down, and I drank another half a cup of it, of water, okay. with a vitamin. Would you know I did not get up to go to the bathroom? Your body sucked in all that water Is like it a sponge. Right. Think about how dehydrated my body was. And so, yeah, I went to bed. I probably fell asleep at 8.30 watching the baseball, and I got up at 2.30. So I, got, I really I got six solid hours in and never had to go to the bathroom. That's a good I job. I was blown by away by that. I'm constantly peeing now at night. Yeah, mine is. I have not anymore. Then listen to this about the bladder. You know, I guess as you get older, your bladders, they say sometimes uh, guys have this feeling that their bladder's yeah. not, that you didn't fully get all yes. the pee. This doctor says this. If the bladder is not emptying properly, it may cause st- st- stasis of urine. Also known as urinary retention, yeah, and revolt and result in infections or bladder stones. I could see that, yeah. Whew. That's why they also say you want it to be clear, right? Because you know you're recycling through. It's a lot of water and not other crap, right? Yeah, they say this, Jerry. If any urine remains in the bladder, the chemicals in the urine can stick together and form crystals. Over time, the crystals. Form stones. Yeah, that sounds terrible and painful. When's the last time you had a kidney stone? Uh, a long time ago. It's a bladder stone, though. A long time ago. Last time I had, I had them twice. I think the last time was right, right before I got married. Oh, so it's been a while. I would say it was. I got married in June of '99, so probably April, May. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't long before I got married, and that was only two years after I had had them for the first time in '96 or '97. Yeah, terrible. And, and I know because I had to go. I had to come to work. And those are like the like a particle of sand. Mine were yes, because they gave me the little uh, screen. Yeah. To uh, urinate through, for but when I passed them. I don't know if you have ever seen gallstones. I've not. I don't even know where gallstones. Probably the gallbladder. Where they go? <laughs> Let's assume that. <laughs> They're like. A decent size. Yeah. Like, they look like the rocks, like the people in Tom's River put down on their lawn. Yeah, I They're like that it. size. And they're stuck in your body. Yeah. And that's why they either got to cut them and get them out, or they got to blast them. You ever see, a, like, a urologist that has them in a jar? I haven't, but I'm... You're I'm, aware of that? Yes. Yeah, I know they do that. Just to I show... I call my urologist. I think to show this is what can happen. Sure. With your bladder or well, your Well, but even if bladder. you go to... You ever go to... Have you ever gone to a nutritionist... Yes, once. And you ever see they have the cup of fat? Yes. That shows you what one pound of fat yes. in your body is? And then they tell you how many pounds you have? Yeah, you need to lose 30 of these. Oh! 
Could oh, you cut God. it off me instead? Holy moly. All right, can I have my pizza first tonight? Then I'll work on it. My doctor sent me to a nutritionist once when I was, uh, my my sugar levels were high. Okay. Sent me to a nutritionist. You know, she was fat. A nutritionist? <laughs> yeah, the nutritionist she sent me. Why is that any different than your doctor that tells you when you get on the scale, you really need to lose some some weight, and yet they're huge? Yeah. There's a lot of doctors and nurses that are big. Very weird. I, I know. And there's doctors that smoke. Yes. <laughs> I, I, right? Doctors smoke Winston's. It's good for your lungs. Maybe in 1908 they thought that. <laughs> Not in 2022. Yeah. It's it's nuts. That is weird, right? You're right. Sure is. There were a lot of, like when I worked in the hospital, there were a lot of nurses who were overweight. Yeah. I believe it. It's terrible. Yeah. It really is. I saw no, something. Is, these, yeah. these jobs where they work long hours, like nursing, you're working long hours, so you're probably eating fast food. Probably. And then going to bed and getting up and doing it again. The one thing that I have learned over the last 15 years of trying to be in shape, and for a good part of the, part of them I was, these last three years have been a nightmare. Right before the pandemic to now, it's like I have not been able to get myself straightened out for a variety of reasons. And the one thing I always come back to is just the pre-planning. If, when I have weeks where I plan out what I'm going to eat and I know I'm going to make the food the night before or get stuff in containers on Sunday for the week, it goes awesome. When I don't, and when I wake up at 2.30, take my shower, go downstairs, look at the clock, and it says 2.50, I put the coffee machine on, and I'm like, huh, what am I bringing? I don't have 25 minutes to make a sandwich and put this in a bag, and I will grab whatever I can find. Right. And guess what? That's usually not good. Right. It's usually something terrible, like a Hot Pocket. <laughs> hot Pockets. Which I love. Kim found them oh again. Oh, my God. Love them. Which kind would you get? She's uh, the only ones I want. She got me the ham and cheese ones. They're 250 calories just for one. So that at least is now in the freezer for when I forget to make a meal the night before. I grab one Hot Pocket. You know what? As bad as it is, it's 250 calories. It's not like I'm eating, you know, sausage parmesan. Man, I used to, uh, my first radio job I had down in Florida, I was working terrible shifts, and I was the only one at the radio station. Like, I would come in, and the guy before me would leave. Yeah. And then someone would come in and relieve me. But, it, you know, you're there by yourself. It was right. weird. And I used to get Hot Pockets. I would get the barbecue one. Yeah, the barbecue chicken, right? No, this one was barbecue. Oh. <laughs> this is barbecue beef. I don't know what kind oh, of meat really? that was in there. Well. But I used to love it because it was, all it was, was meat. And barbecue sauce. Sounds delicious. There was no cheese in there because yeah. I don't like cheese. Have you had the Philly cheesesteak one? No. Good, not great, but good if you have a little bit of ketchup. That one's good. The meatball one is good, although I don't. I, but the ham and cheese one, and the pizza ones. are. You know, Jared made a lot of money from Subway. He did. Bob Usler back in the day, he has since retired not long ago. Bob Usler, I would say, we were still in Astoria, I would say right around... I was still doing the overnights, and I was coming in after him. So somewhere between 2001 and 2006, he needed to lose. His doctor told him he had to lose between 30 and 40 pounds, I believe was the number. He went on, no joke, a lean pocket diet. Lean pockets. And lost the weight in six months. Really? He replaced his big meal his because he worked nights. So he replaced his big dinner that his wife would make him with – one lean pocket and a baggie of vegetables. That was it. And he did that 
not only did it was it easy for him because he liked the lean pocket, they're good. He looked forward to it, and he lost all the weight in about six, seven months and stayed on that. And I was thinking, you should send this in. And then Jared was born. Right. And Bob was the, was Jared before there was Jared, but not with Subway, with lean pockets. And not with the child pornography stuff. Uh, you know, no, I wasn't going there. Lean pockets. I was just talking about the... Right. The, yes. The, the food loss. part. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bob is still to this day from that weight loss that he had, that he had, has never put a pound back on. He should uh, be a spokesperson for lean pockets. That's what I'm saying. Lean exactly. pockets. Yep. Hot pockets. Whenever I do the Jack Pocket commercials, yes. I so want to say Jack Pocket. You should. Make it your own. Well, that w- I would be making it uh, uh, Hot Pockets. No one will know. Well, they might. Although Hot Pockets is very dangerous uh, when you first take them out of the microwave, you bite into it. Very hot. Could be trouble. Yes. If that sauce, whatever sauce is in there, hit the you, roof of your mouth. Yes. Ooh, baby. Yeah, first degree burn. Yeah. That is true. That's why you got to either cut them in the middle. Yes. Let them breathe for 30 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't let take those long. hot pockets breathe. Or you nibble. Yeah. And I hate nibbling when I'm starving. I do too. I know. It's tough. Or you time it out better. If it's two minutes, put it in for a minute 15. Might be a little chilly in the middle, but you can eat them. Right. You ever have a frozen meatball in a hot pocket? No, I don't like. I, that's what I don't like about microwave meals. Like I know. You burn the roof of your mouth and the second bite, you hit ice. <laughs> well, well What is this? Right. It's like uh, icy hot. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan does a bit on Hot Pockets, I believe. Does he really? Mm-hmm. One of his early bits. Hmm. How about that? Hot Pockets. All right, let's do the warm-up program. Jerry, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. for the warm-up program. We've got two baseball day games we'll be breaking down. Yes. And then whatever fun stories we find between now and then. We'll find something. Oh, yeah. We always do, Jerry. It's always high quality at 100 share. So. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right Right now by joining Wondery Plus. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Giants. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. 
It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Had good talks with KT. I've had good talks with some of the other guys. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this? It is Wednesday. They call it midweek, halfway to the weekend. Great to have you with us. The Eddie Scazzeri, he lives on Route 1, though he won't tell you that. And across from me, the handsome man himself is Al Frombert Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. So we've got uh, baseball news. We've got uh, Knicks news. We've got a bunch of NFL things. What do you think? Like, is the lead story in New York the Knicks trade, or is it baseball still? I can't um, tell. Can't tell, Jerry. I didn't know where to slot think, this Knicks thing in. I don't think anything's a lead story. So a bunch of uh, – it could go either way. I think take your – now, the Yankees are – I mean, they're a story just because they are – if I asked you on uh, – real quick, yeah. don't even think about okay. it. Okay. What's their record? 60 and 20. You're close. 55 and 20. There are 35 games over 500. They beat another team last night that stinks again. So, I, I mean, they're a story because they all they do is win. Right. But that was expected last night. So, even with J.P. Sears pitching, whatever. I'll tell you, a bigger story is probably the Mets can't beat the damn Astros. Yeah. And they got lit up again last night. Well, good thing we don't. Good thing the Astros are now in the American League. That is Screw very true. Them. That is true. That's what I say. They're the Yankees' problem. And Carlos Carrasco. You know what I love about Carlos Carrasco? First Excuse of all, they lost. Maker? Yes, they lost nine-one. Yeah. He allowed four runs in the first inning, six runs overall. He he's essentially blaming. Right, who was it? Altuve. Who was? I up? think it was with the check swing. Got a check swing, I mean, and they said not a swing, and then his inning fell apart, and he's like. That really was a strike, Oh God! and I should have been out of the inning. You know, we teach the kids all the time, bad call, make a mistake, next play. No excuses. Meantime, you got a major league pitcher sitting there saying, oh, that check swing ruined my night. I do, Knock it off. I do kind of like it because normally these guys don't say anything interesting. He's an excuse maker. Him making an excuse for himself for giving up six runs and going, that check swing was an oh, actual swing, changes the whole ball game. Just terrible. Really awful. I kind of like that. He's been a weird pitcher for the Mets. Yeah. At times he looks really good, and at times like last night, nothing. I hate when Evan calls him Cookie Carrasco. Well, Gary Cohen like called him that yeah, last night. Yeah, I don't like night. that. It's not. That's, sound, uh, that's not an intimidating pitcher. You can't name a pitcher Cookie. I don't disagree. Coo, coo, I do coo, not cookie. disagree with you. That is very true. Yeah, just call him Carrasco. What's his Carlos. first name? Carlos. What's his first name? Yeah. What's his first name, Jerry? Carlos, Carlos Carrasco? Carrasco. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then the Braves won. Although you know, listen, it's still June, uh, but the Mets are now four games up. Mm, Braves beat the Phillies, who without Bryce Harper now, yeah, for a couple months, if not longer. I guess he's gonna have to have surgery, thumb surgery. You get this, this is gonna be a two-team race. The Phillies will fall out. I really do believe. And it's going to be Mets Braves. Here we go again. Yeah. And then, uh, so Max Scherzer initially was going to pitch uh, last night in uh, the Rumble Ponies. The Rumble Ponies, but now he'll pitch tonight. Yeah. They didn't now, during the game last night, or I shouldn't say that, prior to the game last night, I saw on social media that he was not starting and there was no reason given. Did you see a reason? Because I did not. 
No, it's just that uh, just uh, timing. Buck Show Walter thing. Okay. Goes, well, eh, we, uh, we're pushing it. Like okay. they, he acts like it's no big deal. Well, it's not as long as he's healthy. And as long as he pitches well tonight. Yes. We, I don't want him giving up a home run to some guy we've never heard of who's playing minor league baseball. But he might, though. It's kind of like the Yankees gave up a run to the A's, a bunch of guys you never heard of last night. <laughs> Doesn't mean that they didn't win the game. It's all right. That's true. Just work on your pitches. That was one thing I noticed about the A's last night. Yeah. They got a lot of small dudes. Like, they had multiple guys come to bat who looked like my size. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they're 35 games under 500. Yeah. You got to get bigger, bigger dudes. dudes. Yes. They are so they're 20 they're 25 and 51. The A's? It's not even fair. It really isn't. And I know they had a little bit of a run there in, in the ninth inning where they loaded the bases, got yeah. a run in, which by the way started with catcher's interference. Catcher's interference. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're not good. Yeah, the A's are not good. No, they're awful. And uh Joey Gallo this poor continues guy. his streak. He went 0 for 3. I, I, yes, I know. Two strikeouts. Right. So on. he's uh, 0 for 24. Is that that's probably not good, right? With 13 strikeouts. Not yeah. great. Yeah. This is even worse than I anticipated. Not good, Jerry. Yeah, I don't. We talked about it yesterday. I don't know how you keep running them out there. Yeah. It's like over. I mean, good lord. And then this poor JP Sears. What do you mean this poor guy? He got the win. He's three and zero. He's got a twelve. He's got a win a streak of twelve and two thirds innings in the big leagues without giving up a run. Then they sent them down. Well, he's because he's got options. They'll bring him back when they need him. Oh, is that right? He's yeah. got options, Jerry. They'll bring him back when they need him. Plus, it's cool. He could he could ride that high now. Were you excited? Forever. So over the weekend, my son played uh, a travel tournament with uh, the Manalapan Braves, and had a great experience. It was a blast. They gave him number eighty-one. And all I could think of was you at these big numbers. Yeah. Sears is wearing 92 last night. Is that right? Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's a high number there. That's well, neat. Well, the Yankees barely have any numbers left. They well, retire that, they retired everybody. them all. That's, yeah, that's true. So who's going to be number 100? They're going to have to go to three digits. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so J.P. Sears, good pitching. Yep. And then their big hitting came from... Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah. and Love Jose Trevino. Yes. Who also had a great game. Behind the plate. I saw him throw. How about the throw he made in the, was the third? He threw the guy out at second base. I mean, just a snap throw. So awesome. Snap throw. Yeah, no, he's been, you know, it's funny when Boone said last week that Trevino should be an all-star. My initial reaction was, okay, ha, ha, ha. You know what? <laughs> he might not be off. The kid's tremendous behind the plate. He gives you some pop behind, or rather at the plate. Yeah. Good for him. Hey, good for you. Yeah. Good for freaking you. Kind of neat. So, yeah, Marvin, Marwin Gonzalez and Jose Trevino. Now, uh, did you see, uh, what's his name, the third baseman? The Yankee Josh player. Donaldson. Josh Donaldson get thrown out at the plate? Uh, I actually did not see the highlight. That's the that's the Trevino RBI single where yeah. he got thrown out. I did not see the highlight now, of that. He was, was thrown out by yet. a mile. Yeah. But it was an amazing scoop by the catcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a good throw, but yeah. it was like a... It one-hopped him, like, right in front of him. He did a, a tremendous scoop. I don't think the catcher's getting enough credit. Why? That's what they're supposed to do. You want credit for things you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's not, for a major league player, good but, for them. But it's so many They th- make that play more than you realize. Because I always say send them. Cause, yes. And even that, he was out by a mile, but if that guy doesn't scoop that ball and it goes off the big fat mitt he's got. Which is easier to use than a regular mitt. <laughs> No way. It is. I'm sorry. That we'd all be using I, it in the outf- in the field. No, because it's clunky. No, because it's clunky to get the ball out. Yeah. The re- I mean, the an infielder's glove is smaller, 
Yes. So you can get the ball out faster. The catcher's mitt's a little clunky, but it, the pocket's awesome. You know, I had no idea that's why the infielder's glove was smaller. Yeah, because the ball doesn't get fit. So the outfielder's glove is bigger, I guess, for whatever reason. Deeper pocket. But the ball can juggle around. You just want to make sure you get the ball quicker. First time I used in high school, and I always tell you, I was not a good, I was not a very good infielder. I could hit, couldn't, I was not a great fielder. I changed from a regular glove to an infielder's glove. I think it was my junior year. And the first day of practice, I missed the first three throws to me. Like, they just hit off the tip of the glove. It, it took me a while to get used to. And it's not that it's that much smaller, but it's smaller. But, yeah, that's why you get the ball out quicker. I must have had terrible coaches when I was in the Little League. I had an infielder's glove, and I played center field. You didn't get a hit. You think they were concerned about you? Well, I was there because I could field. I okay. guess they figured I could field with the mini glove. I suppose. I don't think at that age it really makes much of a difference. Just get a glove you're comfortable with. I guess. Really? Plus, what are they going to do? Tell me to go buy a new glove? We didn't um, have money for a back new glove, then Jerry. Probably not. N- yeah. uh, not now. Kids come with bags, gloves, <laughs> bats. It's ridiculous. Oh, everyone's got bats. Yeah. Some most kids have two and three. When I played little league, we didn't come up with our own bats. No, the, the coach, coach had two up. bats for the team. Yeah, he showed up with a uh, with a big green army looking bag. Yes, and it had right. catcher's gear. Yep, that everybody shared. Helmets with lice in it, probably. Maybe. And we just showed up and our with our two uniforms. terrible aluminum bats <laughs> yeah. that had been used for the last 19 yeah. seasons. One that was really light mm-hmm. and one that was for the kids who hit puberty already. Pretty much. That's about right. And now, so this is how things have changed. I have my own bag of catcher's gear. I have not opened that bag in two years. Why? The, the catchers, they come with their own oh, they gear. Show up. Yeah. The parents take them out. They spend 300 bucks. They get their own gear. My bag hasn't been used in, in literally two years, I don't think. These kids have it all, Jerry. Yes, they do. Spoiled. Aaron Boone was ejected last night. Love which it. was pretty cool. He yes. was fired up, Jerry. I love it. He was ticked. He's standing up for his guy, Aaron Judge. He doesn't like the low strikes that Aaron Judge is getting called. Yeah, it's funny watching it. Again, with the box, it's not like these calls are down at his ankles. It, But here's what it appears to me. They call the strike at the knees on Judge. They don't call the strike at the knees on other guys. That's what it looks like to me. He's also six foot six, right? So and, his own's bigger, and he's leading the league in home runs, right? He is, yes. So, no, oh yes. So we got to give the pitchers a we got to give the pitchers a little something, something. A little this bit. guy's got to hit sixty five home runs. Yeah, I think I think what he's trying to say is a little bit more consistency with the zone. But again, he's such a bigger guy. It's. I don't think these guys are missing by much, if they're missing at all, to be quite honest. John Boy may have already broken it down. I haven't uh, looked. I'm sure he has. He but, lives at the stadium now. But when Judge, I mean, uh, when Aaron Boone came out yeah. and was yelling, you could even hear some of it on TV a little bit. So yeah. whatever audio John Boy grabs. He'll from, have the microphone on the field. How does he get that? I don't know. I have no idea. But now, again, he's working over there. So I'm sure he has access to everything. He's got a giant billboard right outside the stadium, which is cool. Is not, that right? Not as a part of the stadium. It's on one of the crosswalks yeah. of the crosswalk. Very cool. Why don't we get a, a billboard warm-up We show. should. If you want to spend some money, I'll spend some with you. I'm sure we can find a nice billboard somewhere in, you know, South Jersey, Southwest Jersey, where it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, we need one of those billboards. That's not even the full size. It's like the one that's more like a square. And it's well, How about hidden. a digital one? Digital. Like what Rutgers did for me was awesome. That digital billboard. But then it keeps switching. You know how many people saw that, though? That's true. Just our digital. mugs yeah. on a billboard that blinks, you know, for 10 seconds every minute. 
Me and you sitting on toilets, the warm-up show. You can sit on a toilet. I will stare at you awkwardly. Okay. I don't think I'm going to do that. I do need a new toilet photo for you for next year, though. Oh, yeah, a urinal picture or something for your calendar. I could do that for you. Maybe you using the urinal. Like me at the urinal looking over my shoulder. That would be fine. Who's looking at me at this urinal? Matter of fact, let's let's do that. All right. That'll be whatever month last year was. That'll be this month, too. I would gladly, Jerry. This is for the children, you said, this calendar? No, this one, uh, portions of this are going to go to the Boomer Esiason Foundation. All right. I'm done coaching well, after Well, some of that's for the children as well. Well, that's true, but not my baseball team any longer. It's not for your baseball no. team. Okay. So why do we have two day games today, Jerry? It's a random Wednesday in June. Because aren't we wrapping up series? They're getaway days. Yeah, but that's weird. It's a AZ- Not really. But it's really it's, not. So it's just a two-game series with Astros? Yes. Mets? Yes, correct. So you're saying it just so happened. They played two in Houston last week. They're playing two with Houston. It's kind of like the Yankees Subway Series. I believe you've got two. Two and two. At City Field and two at Yankee Stadium. You're not getting six. Well, get out of here, Astros. We're sick of you. It'd be nice to see them win, though. They've been milling around. Nice to see who win, the Mets? Yeah, you've lost all three. Can you just at least have some respect for yourself? Go win today. Taiwan Walker today, Jerry. Uh, Justin Verlander today, Al. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not worried. I believe the Astros bumped him up to pitch today. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think he was supposed to pitch tomorrow or Friday, whenever the next game is. Because remember, I think if I remember correctly from yesterday, I I don't believe Celo had Framber Valdez pitching last night. Framber Valdez. Yeah. Okay. I think he had someone else pitching last yeah. night. You know when he was doing the reports, and I think the Astros changed everything. They changed it up. Yeah. How about that? We got to get to Verlander early and often. Well, I mean, usually with these good pitchers, as you know, Garrett Cole is like this as well. You get them in the first or second inning because once they settle in, you're toast. Tanaka was like that. Would always give up the early home run. Tanaka would give up a first inning home run and then sail. Yeah. Right. Got to get them early, Jerry. Also, the Mets, I I don't remember the two games last week well enough to remember. But also, I feel like they're behind quickly. They go down early in the game themselves. Against Houston, yeah. yeah. Like last night, literally, I got home from practice, took a shower, put the game on. 4 nothing, top two. I was like, yeah. what? Like, I, what, I missed 15 minutes already? You missed 15 minutes in Carlos Carrasco because of the check swing, <laughs> not counting, <laughs> threw him off, threw off his entire game, Jerry, and it's not fair. Oh, God. Not I don't fair. think it's fair. So, yeah, so that's where last night went. So, two but. afternoon games, that's cool. I'm, I'll probably relax, Jerry, when I get home later and put on both. I'll probably put a, set up two TVs. I'll have the Yankees on one, Yankees A's. I'll put the Mets Astros on another one. Okay. I thought you don't have cable. Well, you can I, do that on two of them? I have YouTube TV. Now. Oh, okay. Fair I, enough. I, 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 and you get I, the I sports fell. channels with it? You get to SNY. Oh, you do? Yes does not come with it. Oh, no kidding. Because Yes wants see, too much but money that again, from everybody. But can you get Yes with YouTube TV? Can you no. pay? See, that's the problem with these services. Well, it's really, it's the they problem. They all have some. It's the problem with the Yes Network. That's no, I know that. But I'm saying if I if I didn't get YouTube TV, yeah. Yes Network, I'm sure, is on another streaming service it's on, I like think, FUBU or something. No, I think it, the only thing it's on is DirecTV. But DirecTV St- might not streaming. have MSG then. Uh, I think they do have do MSG. Do they have SNY as well? Are you tell me they got uh, them no, all. No. They might, but that one's like super expensive. Of course. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'd like to give. Do you want a message directed to you, but not really? What now, does that mean? From a very famous person? Yes. You want that now or coming out now. of the break? Now, Jerry. He's not talking to you. Okay. Yet I couldn't help but think 
Bob Lee has Al Dukes on his mind. Oh, yes. During the Michelle, you heard this? I read it, but let's hear it. About you? Well, I didn't know it was about me, but I, I, I did read things about from Bob. Let me take a quick look at my note here, Jerry. I'm curious. No. What I didn't you think? see. I didn't. I have something else from Bob Lay. Go ahead. Bob Lay. <laughs> I felt like he was talking to you okay. here. Read something besides the headlines. Take some time to get, you know, don't be sitting there watching reality television all day. <laughs> how, 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 Hughes. how dare you, Bob Lay? Is it Lee or Lay? Bob Lee. It's not Bob Lay. Lee. It's L-E-Y. I know what it is. It's Bob how Lee. How dare you? <laughs> He's taking a funny. shot at me. I feel like he is taking a shot at you. It's Read very more possible. Than the headline, don't watch reality TV Read all day? something besides the headlines. <laughs> That's my entire day is headlines. Reality TV. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll have more from Bob Lee, not Lay. By the way, a Seton Hall graduate. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, good for him. Local. What does that mean? Just local. Local guy. Okay. And he donated a whole, he donated a, a media center to them recently. Nice. Yeah. Not bad. You know not how bad. old he is now? 69. 76. 76. Good if for I, him. Yeah, oh, maybe 67. Oh. Maybe I reversed the numbers. <laughs> hmm. I'll check that during the break. When we come back, lots more to do, including another clip from Bob Lay. Uh, Bob Lee. Uh, and then, who knows? Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. No, no, no. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Rain today. It's actually going to be gorgeous out, just like it was. Yesterday might have been, Alan Jerry till six, might have been the best day of the year, at least where I was. It was 70, I think it topped out at 75, 
maybe 76. Oh, that reminded me of that too. Correct that. Uh, and there was not a cloud in the sky. It was beautiful oh, yesterday. Yeah. It was beautiful by the beach. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. binoculars must have, must have been attached to your face. Oh, yeah. Um, apologies to Bob Lee. As I thought I might have reversed the numbers, I did. I, I aged him by nine years. 67, 67. not 76. All right. Uh, yeah. Just real quickly, uh, this c- came to me, you, Jerry, and Eddie, uh, a fan of ours in Cherry Log, Georgia. Hmm. His name is Bob. He says he heard me ripping on new era hats that I can't wear them because of the the brims. Yeah. Uh, so he sent us a uh, box of Mets hats. Really? For the three of us. Well, that's very nice. Why? And why what? Why did he send us them? He says he knows a guy at New Era, and he got the uh, smaller brimmed hats for us. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Some of them are adjustable. Some of them are fitted. I will be taking in a Met Rangers game this weekend. I'm not sure which day, so Perfect. maybe I'll wear it. All right. He says uh, he put a few extra caps in there for Boomer and Geo as well. There you go. But mainly for us. So thank you, Bob in Cherry Log. Georgia, Jerry. How about that? Guy from Georgia listening to us. That's right, Jerry. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Uh, So also on that Bob uh, Lee, I can't Bob Lee, like General Lee. L-E-Y, I can't get pissed. But but if you know who he is, you know know how to say his name. Are you talking about this thing about the Live Golf Tour? Uh, Yes. So first, let's give it the proper credit. I think it's called What Did I Miss? It's the Michelle Beadle podcast. The Michelle Beadle podcast, yeah. Who worked with us many times when Boomer was out. So this is interesting. I I thought she was great with Craig. Tremendous. As a radio host. Yeah. Tremendous. Very good on this podcast, too. Very funny. Then, you know, she disappeared for a little while. Then I heard she was getting a podcast. This is the first. Yeah. I'm hearing of the podcast. Well, she hasn't done many of them. I think this was episode 74. Oh, my. Yeah, I was going to say. So I was like, oh, maybe this is her first or second podcast. No, I think it's 74. I went on the Spotify. Scroll and scroll So does that sound right? A lot of episodes. Yeah. There's too many. There's too many. Because I love her. Me too. And I could see, I could subscribe to it. But it's just, there's so many. Even like the Durant one. Like I listen to it when I remember. And she's doing a couple a week because I was like, mm. so that's why there's so many because she'd be like May 10th, May 12th, May 15th. Yeah. Right? So, so, oh, my she God. Does get spo- you pregnant. Okay. <laughs> Go get me pregnant. She does have two sponsors right in the middle of it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. It's in So the Bob Lee one was 52 minutes and she's got sponsors in the middle, but she does it in a way I like it that a lot of podcasts don't do it. She actually says, let's step away for a quick break. Yeah. As opposed to... She finishes a thought, or right in the middle of a thought, they just run a commercial, which That's drives you nuts. the Joe Rogan one goes. Oh, it's insane. It's terrible. Oh, my. Oh, but my. That, you know what the problem with that is? The people that probably produce that are like, he doesn't shut up. Right. So let's just throw it here because he's going to talk for another two and a half hours. Correct. Um, this was Bob Lee. He had thoughts. That, I don't remember how it came up. I was kind of skimming through it. But he brought up the Live Golf Tour in Saudi Arabia and people up in arms that these guys are taking money from the Saudi Arabians, blah, 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 blah. And then he said this. It's really easy to be pissed off and angry about Live Golf and and the Saudi. uh, All I ask for is philosophical uh, and ideological consistency. Apply it to China. Right. Consistently. And then he went into what he's referencing is the NBA dealing with China. And he specifically mentioned LeBron LeBron James. He did. Because... LeBron James has been very vocal about other social mm-hmm. issues. So Correct. if you're going to be vocal about those issues, you got to be vocal about this issue. He wants what we always talk about, consistency. Consistency, yes. Jerry. Don't consistency. cherry pick what you're going to be vocal about. 
be consistent. Michelle Beadle also called the Tom Brady's Fox contract. Now, this part I couldn't hear. Asinine. I didn't find it. Well, so have I. You also no think cares. it's asinine? All of these TV contracts are ludicrous. She said, quote, I don't even know what that dude's ever said. Nothing. Then she said this, Jerry. George Clooney could be naked juggling, talking about football, and I'm still not going to be like, yep, that's worth $375 million. Couldn't agree more. I don't know. I mean, we've had this discussion. God bless them. Troy Aikman, hey, good for you. Tony Romo, good for you. Tom, awesome. Why? Like, what numbnut is making that decision that that's going to bring more eyeballs to the set? Because, a little hint, it's not. Yeah, very the game strange. will. Very good game strange. will. Yeah, the whole thing is stupid. But good for them. I, you know, go make it. Someone's dumb enough to give it to you, take it. And then many people sent me this. It was on Twitter. It was a picture on Instagram. It was put out by a fella at Sports Illustrated. And it was so many people sent it to me, Jerry, saying, Al, this would have this was your this is your dream career. I thought it was to be the third string quarterback of a football team. Ah, interesting. And that's what it's about. So they sent me Chase Daniels. You know, backup quarterback mm-hmm. Chase Daniels. Will surpass forty one million dollars this once the season starts. Really? How many how many games has he played? He's the number sixty two highest paid quarterback of all time. He has started, Jerry. Now think about this. He's he's going to have made forty-one million dollars. Yes. He started five games right. in thirteen years. And I'm curious how like what oh, his baby. I want to see how many games he's actually played. He's in a charger uniform now, so I guess he's a backup there now. He's played for the Sentinel. He's been on the Saints, Chiefs, Eagles, Saints, <laughs> Bears, Lions, and now the Chargers. So if I look, give what me an dream. over under on games played in one, two, three, four. Oh, he's five, been thirteen six. seasons. Oh, you got the third. So how yeah. many games do you think he's actually appeared? Okay, in? so if he started five, I'm going to say he's appeared in twelve. See, this is goofy. I don't. I would love to have that. Career. He's appeared in seventy games. What? Here's, but here's why. He didn't do anything in the games. He clearly came in to finish a game, last series of a game, you know, clock winding down, take a knee, maybe hand off. Maybe he's the holder. Like, this is a, this is an interesting one. May, maybe, I don't know. For the Saints, in 2010, his rookie year, he appeared in 10 games. His stats for the season, two for three. Yeah, for he, 16 yards. You know what, he's got to be the, he must have been the holder for the kicker. I maybe, maybe. I don't I know. Betcha. It's certainly possible. Yeah. It's a, a lot of backup quarterbacks will do. Yep. Um, he appeared in all 16 games and 11 and 12 for the Saints. His stats total for those two years, five for six. Man, I should have been a backup quarterback, Yeah, Jay. you should. I mean, you knew that. Well, I think really with your look, you'd be a kicker. I could be a kicker, and that's yeah. a lot of pressure. I agree. Yeah, I'd rather backup you know quarterback, no pressure. You know what are strength. two of the most underrated jobs in football? Kicker. I don't think that's underrated. Oh. These guys have to make pressure kicks. Punter. No. Holder. Holder and long snapper. Snapper. Like that little that dynamic right there, and the Giants learned about that with Trey Junkin back in the day. But the idea of snapping the football tight and perfectly, and then the guy catching it. I don't know if you've ever tried that or done that. I did that no. one year in high school. It's nerve-wracking. Yes. Ask Tony Romo about that. That goes snapper. through your Snapper. That goes through your hands or you fumble it. Play's dead, and you just cost your team Snapper. a point. 
I think the of that crew, the snapper, the holder, the kicker, we think about the snapper the least. Probably. We think about you got to catch it and right. put it down. That's true. But that dude's got – Snapper. And that snapper, Jerry, has guys right over the top of him. Well, yeah. And think about – well, that's why I think they changed the rules where you snapper can't head. pull them over anymore. Yeah. Think about this. The – the long snap to the punter, yeah. while it's longer, is easier because yes. the punter can at least move a little left or right. Right. If you're wide for the extra point of the field goal, it's over. Like, right. it's got to be perfect. And those are the most pressure situations. Yes. Field goal to tie the game, a field goal to kick you into win overtime the game. or win the game or an extra snapper. point to tie the game. The snapper, Jerry. How about you're down two, and as fans, we're like, just get to the 30-yard line, easy 47-yarder. No, no. First of all, the kick's not easy, although they make it look easy. But that snap's got to be perfect. And we're just like, oh, this is money. Snapper head. Okay. Who does that that, uh, snap need to be perfect from, Jerry? Snapper head. The snapper head. Or the center. The snapper head. The long snapper. The long snapper. Yeah. Did you see this? um, Did you see that uh, Baker Mayfield, they were asking him about... uh, What's going on? Is he good? Can he maybe quarterback for the Browns? No, I, I think for that to happen, there would have to be some reaching out. But, uh, and then he said, and you can't hear the rest of it because he's at his own football camp. Okay. So you can't hear him. He said, we're ready to, we're both ready to move on. The problem is you got the guy on the speaker talking to the campers in the background. Good morning, campers. So, yeah, I mean, he's not. He's, he's not like, playing for the Browns. Beg me. <laughs> He did not say that. He did not say that. If you beg me on live television or live internet, I'll consider it. That said, that would have been epic if he said, listen, if the Browns got down on their hands and knees and begged me, I could consider it. If the owner (laughs) and the GM. The Lerner family, right? Begged me? Maybe. Yeah, I would think about it. It's going to be Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs? Yeah, he's the fourth quarterback, according to this. Never heard of him. He's, well, he's the fourth quarterback. He's, he's you. He's Ten- made University of Tennessee Steelers drafted him. There you go. Yes. I mean, he probably even started a game for the Steelers. He possibly. But yeah, so that's May- Baker Mayfield is done in Cleveland. Yeah. And we'll see about Deshaun Watson. The hearing started yesterday. They continue today. We shall see. I saw something about that Deshaun Watson thing where they're like, uh, maybe they'll just suspend him six to eight games so that there's no appeals. What? I thought they wanted an unprecedented suspension for minimum a year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, we'll see. Don't know. If they come out with six games, I better see people up in arms. I I think you might, if that's what it is. We're going to take a quick break before Al is up in arms. It's 536, Boomer and Geo. They are back from their couple's massage yesterday. They'll be here on the fan at 6. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello there. He's Al. I'm Jerry. Eddie, he's with us as well. Quarter to six, almost. It's it's, it's Wednesday. 
Did you hear the news about Travis Barker? Yeah, what's wrong with him? I was hospitalized yesterday. I saw that they're asking for prayers. That's never good. They did not say what the problem is. Well, but him and Kim Pagula, I believe, also, she's the co-owner of the Bills. She's had health issues, too, but it's been very... Uh, very quiet in terms of what it is. They just yeah. asked for prayers and well wishing, and supposedly she's on on a good track back. This is strange too. They took him on a stretcher from was it from a show or from his house from his home? No, it wasn't. I don't know where he was. It was not at a show though. And uh, his daughter went on Twitter and and asked for prayers for him. How old is his daughter? Uh, I think she's like a teenager. But you're not really sure. I'm not really sure. Mm. Well, I feel like I, I've seen her recently. I think she's like an older teenager, like 19, okay. 20, somewhere in there. Rushed to a hospital in L.A. Very weird. With Kourtney Kardashian by his side. Yeah. I forgot that. They're together. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Le, no, that's the wrong guy. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Hope he's okay. Yes. Well, TMZ. Let's see. So TMZ is usually pretty good. Let's see if they have any update. Mm, no. Okay. No update, Jerry. No. All right. Absolutely not. Everything I'm looking at right here just says there's no word on why. I mean, that dude survived a plane crash. Yeah. That was uh, last year, right? No, a couple years ago. It was a couple years ago? Yeah, actually many years ago now. Okay. It's it's longer than you think. All right. Yeah, he survived a plane crash where where one of the DJs he was with passed away. An undisclosed... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. That was years ago. Undisclosed medical issue. The musician went to West Hills Hospital in Calabasas. Uh, Okay. Plane crash, uh, Jerry, you said a few years ago, 2008. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot longer than I thought. Okay. And he, uh, DJ AM, passed away in that. Horrible. Yeah. His uh, daughter is 16 years old. Yeah, and it says in 18 he was hospitalized for blood clots. So maybe that's something. Who knows? Who knows? All right, well, well wishes for him. Well wishes indeed, Jerry. Of course. Freddie Freeman, this is a weird situation going on with Freddie Freeman, I feel like. So he was uh, traded to the Dodgers, or he signed with the Dodgers in the offseason. He goes back to Atlanta to play against the Braves. He's crying. Yes, he's got his World Series ring. Got his World Series ring. Clayton Kershaw, I think. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, yesterday I was saying like, hey, who is this guy? Seems like he wants to pull, be in Atlanta still. Now, yesterday he fires his agent yeah. that screwed up the deal to keep him in Atlanta. Well, this guy's got buyer's remorse right now. He might. I don't know how you could. You're living in L.A. I know, but he's. You know what it is? He realizes that I don't need all of the money. Well, none of them do, but they're all pigs, right? My here would be my question, and this this would go towards the crying. Did his family stay back in Atlanta? And you know, a lot of these guys go, especially because they're on the road so much. When you have, I shouldn't say a lot of these guys, some guys leave the family behind and live out of a hotel during the season because there's so much traveling involved. And the kids are in school. Yeah, you don't want to uproot the family for dad, who's not even going to be around half the time, even when you're in a new city. So maybe he was back in Atlanta. He was really emotional. Saw his kids for the first time in two months. Who knows? Or whatever it was. You know, this Zoom stuff's great. It's not the same as being around them, though. And maybe he was just, I don't know, buyer's remorse. He's got buyer's remorse, Jerry. I don't remember. See, I would have to go back and look. I don't remember what the Braves were offering him. I didn't even think the Braves offered him a deal. 
Oh, supposedly they did offer him a deal. They did. And then the agent said no, and I guess they thought the Braves were going to come back with another counter offer, which yeah. they did not, and they just signed that dude from the A's. Oh, he oh he was offered a lot. Yeah, offered a lot. Five years, one thirty-five. Yes. So, oh God, I mean, this is Lord. what this guy's got to start uh, telling some of these other pro players: don't always leave. Well, I agree with that. I, I've always said if you're in a good spot and the money is not. For these guys, it's not life. Matter of fact, now I'm looking at what he got. It's the same deal. Yeah. He got six years, 162, instead of five for 135. Like, what are you doing? Stupid. Yeah, I agree. Very silly. Now, uh, regarding the Knicks, Jerry, we mentioned this very briefly at the top. But So they trade Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks to the Pistons Mm -hmm. to free up some quiche. Yes, they did. And they sent money there, too, I think. Clearing $19 million, which says, uh, this is the article I was reading in the New York Post, that they can now offer $110 million to Jalen Brunson. Right. So they're putting all of their eggs, Jerry. In the Jalen Brunson basket. Yeah. Now, I'm not a big follower of the NBA. I Well, really, or at all. Like, you hate the NBA. But when you're paying that much, yeah. putting all of your future, better be a guy I heard of. Well, I, if you watch the NBA, you you've had you would have heard of him, but he's not a superstar. Correct. That is true. Not a superstar. There are there are those. I think we he's only 24, 25. There are those that believe he's on the verge of becoming a superstar. He's on the cusp of superstardom. I am not. I wouldn't know that. I watch a lot of Mavericks games. I know he had some breakout games in the postseason, but he also was playing with Luka Doncic. You don't have Luka Doncic here. Now you got R.J. Barrett. He'll make Barrett better, but you're right. No, it's, it's, gonna, a, it's not $45 million. Like, listen, Russell Westbrook is getting $47 million next year, and he stinks at this point in his career. He's not the same player. Brunson's a better player. So you're getting a better player from le- for less money than some of the superstars are getting. But you're right. The notion that if this is it and the only thing the Knicks do, they've gotten a little better, but it's not putting them in the top four in the conference. I could just see the future, Jerry, with uh, Jalen Brunson going back to play against the Mavericks, crying. And firing his agents. <laughs> Buyer's remorse. <laughs> I know the Mavericks want to keep him, but they have cap issues, I believe. And I, the question I would have is, are there other suitors for Brunson? Like, can he get more somewhere else? Does he want to be somewhere else? Does he want to be in New York? Who knows? Remember they were... Or the, the Knicks had those people in Dallas scouting him in the postseason. Right. You know? That was so, the first we heard of it. Yes. And it's kind of heated up, heated up, and it looks like this is going to happen now. So, hey, Jalen Brunson, good for you. Now, that when they say the Knicks can offer him $110 million, what is that? Is that like a five-year deal? I think it's four. four I years? think it's 27.5 a year. Nice. I think it's a four-year deal. Yeah. Now, the Mavericks could pay him more if they had cap space. Um, but I don't know. And his dad's here now. Who knows? I don't know. Oh, right. This, this that's the, the, the guy whose dad is on the Knicks coaching yeah. staff. Yeah, exactly. I hope he gets along with his dad. Otherwise, that's going to be a problem. I would like to think he gets along with his dad. Otherwise, he should just stay in Dallas for a discounted rate. Yes. Plus, you got to the taxes and all that other crap taxes, that Jerry. Boomer always brings up. Yes. There's no parking at the garden. Where is he going to drive to his... Super- they actually get to drive right into the garden. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. There's a lot right in there? I believe they take the cars right inside. I know That's at Barclays cool. Center, I the way it's been told to me, Barclays Center, you drive in, and then your car goes on some, like, 
spinning mechanism yeah. and drops down a wow. level. Yeah, it's really supposedly very high tech. It's pretty good. That's the one thing with Rutgers. That's the one thing that Rutgers I love with the buses. Bus takes you right into the arena. You bypass all the yes. parking lots. You go into the bowels of the stadium. You get out. Oh, there's the floor. Yeah, that is cool. It isn't. It's neat. And the game's over. You zip right out. It the is kind of cool. Bus is waiting for you. Yes, even at the Garden for the Big Ten tournaments years ago now. But it had a. I guess it's five years ago. I forget what it was at Madison Square Garden. That was awesome. Bus takes you right in. You right out. You ever get mistaken for a player? Ha! Huh. No. No, I, I've been mistaken for a coach. You have? That I have been, yes. Coach, coach, can we get a quick word? Because I'm old. About the the. Uh, I'm older than the coaches, except for a couple of them. Yeah. You know, what really threw me off is, uh, you know, Aaron Boone getting thrown out of the game last night. They go uh, in the, one of the articles, Aaron Boone, 49. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. You're older <laughs> than he is. Significantly older, too. You're going to be 53. He's got a family. Yeah. Um, no, no disrespect. Yes. Most men at 53 have families. <laughs> I'm an outlier. Or at least wives. <laughs> that, too. You are an outlier. You march to your own beat. I am uh, an There's outlier right now. There's nothing wrong right with now. that. Yeah. All right. Quick break. 552. We will wrap things up in just a moment. Then Boomer and Geo right now. Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute on the Browns. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, well, no, we on you. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Yankees won yet again. Mets lost yet again to the Astros. And we were noticing during the break uh, that 38,000 at Yankee Stadium for the Yankees, 37-7 at City Field for the Mets. That's called a lot of people taking in baseball last night in New York. On a, uh, in the middle of the week? Summer, though. Tuesday. It does. It really does matter when the kids are out of school. I know people don't want to believe that in April and May, but it really does matter. And the teams have to be really good. They'll be good. It helps. Which they are. And the Yankees are right now historically good. Right. Pretty good. And the Mets hopefully can actually beat the Astros. Uh, that today. would be good. Yeah, that would be good. They have the Rangers coming in over the weekend, but let's. how about they beat the Astros we tonight? Need one, today. We need to beat the Astros today. The Mets and Yankees both have uh, one a one o'clock games. Yes. 110, 105. Yuppers. By the way, in that brouhaha the other day, Jerry, between the Mariners and the uh, Angels, uh, an Angels uh, pitcher, a reliever, Archie Bradley, s- fractured his right elbow. Archie Bradley, the former Diamondback? Uh, why am I I'll asking take, you that? I'll Jesus. take your word for that, Jerry. What a stupid question. Of I'm sorry. Go the, ahead. Of course he's the former Diamondback, Jerry. He, he fractured his elbow? He fractured his elbow while... Jumping over the dugout railing to join the brawl. Oh, what a terrible way to get hurt. <laughs> I thought you were going to say me give a forearm shiver right. to someone and hit a helmet or something. That would have been great. Oh, that's terrible. He injured himself jumping over the man the railing. When we were hosting this tournament last week or two yeah. weeks ago, Bra- one brawl? of the coaches from the, no, no brawls, one of the coaches from the Manalapan team, as he said, thought he was 21 again, hopped the fence with the gear, fell, broke his elbow. <laughs> And he realized, what a dummy. I'm not 21 anymore. Yeah. Now this no. pitcher's going to be missing games because he jumped over a railing. He might miss the rest of the seat. Broken elbow? He might be fractured done the rest elbow. of the year. Is that then the same again, thing? The angels stink. Fractured is fractured yeah, broken? Of course, it, of course it is. Oh. Why don't they say broken elbow then? Well, it's different types Sounds of better. breaks. Like, is that I fully don't know. snapped? If you fully snap your bone. Well, and then you have a compound fracture when the bone goes through the skin. Oh. That's disgusting. That's the scariest one. Yeah, not good. Not Boneless. Good. Yes. 
And did you see uh, Kyrie Irving mixing it up with Stephen A. Smith on Twitter? I love it. I love it. I love. I love when they go back at Stephen A. Smith. Oh, I just like awesome. when they when the players like WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One New York, an Odyssey station.